feature, Arts in Clare, is funded by Commission Naman with a television licence fee. Signal Brennan of Hothouse Flowers, Tom Dunn of Something Happens and the multi-instrumentalist Alan Connor came together for the first tour which sold out and earned glowing reviews and the trio are back with On the Road Again which promises to be a fun evening of songs and stories and uh, part uh, of that tour will involve a trip to Glore in Ennis and I'm delighted to say we're joined by the one and only Tom Dunn now. Tom, very good morning to you sir. How are you? Good to see you. Uh, likewise, thanks very much for being with us. Um, an interesting trio, um, certainly looking at your respective CVs, not a, a trio you'd expect to, to come together given your different musical backgrounds. So how did it happen and how, do, how did you all gel? Um, it came out initially, we were invited in on a radio show to a session. Now, I think, to be honest, they wanted members of Hot As Stars and members of Something Happens. But being our respective bands the way they are, uh, the only ones that showed up were myself and Fiegna. So we were kind of looking at each other and it did have that keys in a bowl element. You know, he's always been with the Hot House Flowers and I've always been with Something Happens. And the idea of us playing together seemed uh, revolutionary to us, you know. But then we thought, oh God, in for a penny, in for a pound. So we decided to try it. And it was very revelatory, kind of. I was able to, we were able to do a song with Christy Moore that I've loved for years um, John of Dreams and Fiakin has sang on it and nobody in Something Happens has ever sung on one of our songs apart from me so that was groundbreaking for me when he when he started singing in the studio I nearly fell over I couldn't believe there was another voice um, so this was great and then people were saying would you do a gig so we were, again we were very sheepishly looking at each other going I don't know could we um, so we got together in Fiakin's shed and uh, we fleshed out a few songs. I was only learning guitar, so I was kind of hiding my lack of prowess from from Fiatna as as best I could, and then going home and practicing for six hours. Um, but we got through, and and the gigs have just been. Alan Connor is huge in this. He's a really, really gifted uh, piano player and guitar player. But we were kind of talking about music. The two of us have been in music a long time. We both toured endlessly. I think the two of us were touring almost nonstop from around 1988 to about 95. Um, we toured an awful lot in, in America. So our kind of perspectives on music have changed an awful lot. And, and I think we were starting to see there was an awful lot of middle ground. I, I, it didn't seem that way when we started. I always joke and say I got on the punk rock bus the moment the punk rock bus arrived in Ireland. But since then, I've come to realise that there were loads of other buses I could have got on, the trad bus being one of them. And I think it would have had a very similar journey, really, is what I've I've come to learn. And I'm learning songs that I would never have thought of playing. And they're revelatory. There's one song in particular, She the Mamoe, which uh, Fiegna does, which is absolutely sensational. It's the most punk rock thing I've ever played on. And I was in a punk rock band. So I'm you're just kind of learning that there's an awful lot more in common in songs. There's there's storytelling and feeling and emotion. And although they seem to come from different universes, they've far more in common than they have that separates them. So it's been a journey. It really has. And um, and a very, very enjoyable one. The songs are great. And there's there's times when when I don't sing and fakeness sings and and that's that's an experience for me in its own right to to step back and and play on somebody else's song and sometimes they're instrumentals um, and they're really beautiful. It's 
it's quite the experience, you know, and, and the songs, our own songs, when you do a Something Happens song or, or a Hot Ice Flower song, they change, you know, they're, they're done differently with different people. And Alan Connor brings a huge amount to the table and all of them. So it's it's a different experience to our own our own bands, you know, and we're still both in our own bands and they're very different experiences again. But it's just a, a very different thing. And, um, and there are stories we've both had. Uh, careers both in radio and music so we got to meet an awful lot of people that would have been heroes of ours mm. so we have stories to tell and um, and the experiences of the gigs have been absolutely wonderful really have I mean it's one thing Tom when you know a group comes together in the manner which you've described and that, that spark happens and you realise you've got something interesting or unique but it's another thing then to take it to the next stage the stage and seeing whether an audience will enjoy it has that been very gratifying that uh, the three of you coming together uh, in your rehearsals and you've gone this is something worth pursuing and then having that vindicated uh, through the reaction and the reception you've received through the live shows yeah, it has. And I think stage were two bands where stage was where we lived and still live. Hot as flowers, like from God, it must be 87. They were heading off around endless tours and we're touring like just so many gigs a year up until around 95 and 96. And something happens when we signed Virgin took an approach to us that thought it might be six or seven albums. There was kind of a feeling that we would go down an REM type of route that would take a while for us to to find an audience. And that's what we were doing. We were touring America. So on stage is always where we both bands have lived. So going on stage, um, I think we're, we're, we're both quite confident on stage. Um, you know, I love the Something Happened songs, Beach and Forget Georgia. I, I adore them. And I was dying to see how they would go across with an audience. So I think we were both kind of confident and faking the songs as well. So beauties. Um, but yeah, seeing that it's different because, you know, people are, are precious about it because because these bands mean a lot to people and you don't want to see it in any way to be taking from that. And it really isn't. It, it's it's just very different to it. But the songs are the strength and they're great songs. And, and when we play them, they kind of show new colours. They're really it's an experience to be around. And I think, too, both both bands have written songs in different styles. So when you're on stage to see how somebody else has approached writing songs, it's it's a real education, you know, and and see that they've approached it in that way and made it work in that way. Um, it's a very inspiring thing to be around, really. But the audiences are loving it, which is um, an absolute joy. It really is. I feel very privileged to be on the receiving end of, of the, their getting it and they're kind of connecting with it and, and enjoying it. It's fantastic. Well, certainly, it sounds like there's a lot of variety in the shows, a lot of variety in the material, as you say, that the song selection is from your respective uh, band's back catalogues as covers. And we're yeah. going to play The Choking Kind in just a moment, Tom. Tell us a little bit about that. And there is also going to be a live album, I believe. There is. We recorded three nights in the pavilion um, in just before Christmas. Uh, we did three nights there. And it was just that we record them because this has really lived on the stage more than anywhere else. So we thought, yeah, let's do that. And they turned out amazing. I'm, I'm listening to mixes at the moment and trying to um, move the whole thing along. Only one song has been mixed so far, which is The Choking Kind. And uh, it's a truly amazing song. It's written by a guy called Harlem Howard. And he was from Detroit. He's the guy who coined the phrase three chords and the truth, which I think you two have, have quoted down the years. And he was writing songs from the age of 12. 
he had a huge appetite for books and a turn of phrase that is just off the clock. He wrote I Fall to Pieces for Patsy Cline. And there's something in his songs that, that I just think are remarkable. And with this, with Fiegna and Allen, you're in a situation which I've never been in before where you can go on stage and start playing a song and they just join in. And by the end of it, it sounds absolutely amazing. Um, it's very free, <laughs> um, which is great. Uh, but it's a really gorgeous, gorgeous. And there's a line in it. It's a guy singing to to a girl and saying, look, I know you love me, but, you know, there are other pebbles on the beach and <laughs> I'm not in this for the long run, love. And, you know, if you, if you don't like the peaches, walk past the tree, which I think is one of the most amazing lines I've ever heard in a song. <laughs> so ah, it's just such a joy. Um, and to hear that the solos and, and Alan's playing, it's it's a great thing to be part of. Well, we're going to play that now and you can check out Tom Whitfeek, No Brain On and Alan Connor Acklore in Ennis uh, on Saturday, uh, the 9th of March. Uh, Tom, I know you're going to get a great reception and and, uh, and on the rest of the tour as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining thank us you, and I uh, hope you enjoy the show. Will do. The great Tom Dunn there with us and make sure you check out the guys in Glore on uh, the Saturday, the 9th of March. And here's is uh, The Choking Kind. Don't you know it, babe? Why couldn't you be contented with the love I gave? I've given you my heart, girl. Now you want my mind. Your love scares me to death, girl. It's the choking kind. much more 
Sinclair is funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Clear.